0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I'm not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. Then they said to him, who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing, if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord In a December 7th article in the New York Magazine, I was surprised to learn that of the trio of long-awaited coronavirus vaccines, the most promising, Moderna's messenger RNA, had been designed by January 13th. This was just two days after the genetic sequence had been made public. The Moderna vaccine design took all of one weekend it was completed before China had even acknowledged that the disease could be transmitted from human to human, more than a week before the first confirmed coronavirus case in the United States. By the time the first American death was announced a month later, the vaccine had already been manufactured and shipped to the National Institutes of Health for the beginning of its Phase I clinical trial. This means that for the entire span of the pandemic in this country, which has already killed more than 250,000 Americans, we had the tools we needed to prevent it. There is more that can be said, but the article's title, We Had the Vaccine the Whole Time, captures something of the message of John the Baptist. I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. These priests and Levites are sent by their higher ups in Jerusalem to discover who John is, but all they are getting is who he is not. Frustrated, they plead with him, Let us have an answer for those who sent us the higher-ups in Jerusalem will not be pleased if they come back with only a list of what John is not. John came as a witness to testify to the light. He himself was not the light. Like the moon, which does not have its own light, but only reflects the light of the sun, discreetly fading with the night when morning has begun. This is a key message of John's Gospel. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Nicodemus came by night, but could not see the light that was before him. At the Last Supper, when Judas went out, John tells us it was night. In the darkness of night, no one can work Those who walk at night stumble, because the light is not in them. You can fish all night without the light, and catch nothing. It was in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. John stands on the other side of the Jordan, the place where the children of Israel walked dry-shod through the waters into the Promised Land. John is calling us to cross this threshold once more into the land of promise with new eyes to begin again. This is a great act of faith, a radical trust that God is doing something new. The late Celtic mystic John O'Donohue defines this threshold moment. Within the grip of winter, it is almost impossible to imagine the spring. The gray parish landscape is shorn of color. Only bleakness meets the eye. Yet beneath the surface of winter, the miracle of spring is already in preparation. Seeds are wakening up, colors are beginning to imagine how they will return we find ourselves crossing some new threshold we had never anticipated. Like spring, secretly at work within the heart of winter, below the surface of our lives, huge changes are in fermentation. We never suspect a thing. Then, when the grip of some long-enduring winter mentality begins to loosen, we find ourselves vulnerable to a flourish of possibility And we are suddenly negotiating the challenge of a threshold. We stand on one side, ready to cross over to the other side. In order to cross the threshold, we have to let go of what we know, moving into an unknown that opens up before us. We are always on a journey from darkness into light. At first, we are children of the darkness your body and your face were formed first in the kind darkness of your mother's womb your birth was a first journey from darkness into light last thursday december the 10th was the anniversary of the death of thomas merton in 1958 Merton had been living in a Trappist monastery outside of Louisville, Kentucky, for nearly twenty years, and one day needed to go into Louisville for a medical appointment. He was standing at the intersection of 4th and Walnut Streets, when suddenly the ordinary changed into the extraordinary. I was suddenly overwhelmed, Merton writes, with the realization that I loved all these people, that they were mine and I theirs, that we could not be alien to one another, even though we were total strangers. It was like waking from a dream of separateness. Everyone around him began to shimmer with a deep, divine radiance. They were all walking around, he wrote, shining like the sun. And he adds, Then it was as if I suddenly saw the secret beauty of their hearts, the depth of their hearts where neither sin nor desire nor self-knowledge can reach the core of their reality, the person that each one of us is in God's eyes. If only they could all see themselves as they really are. It is a glorious destiny to be a member of the human race, though it is a race dedicated to many absurdities and one which makes many terrible mistakes. Yet, With all that, God himself glorified in becoming a member of the human race. A member of the human race. To think that such a commonplace realization should suddenly seem like news that one holds the winning ticket in a cosmic sweepstakes. It is in everybody. And if we could see it, we could see these billions of points of light coming together in the face and blaze of a sun that would make all the darkness and cruelty of life vanish completely. I have no program for this seeing. It is only given. But the gate of heaven is everywhere."